What's going on, guys? And welcome in to the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the 2020 World Series champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. God, you are such a fucking loser. Yeah, it's real. I should have just opened the whole thing with just this and see if you even noticed if that was me or not. I mean, it would have made for a better show, for sure. <laughs> you know what? How about all me if, talking, which is what everyone wants. Listen, if anybody needs a carpool, carpool buddy, $300 is the best offer, okay? You don't want to sit in traffic, I have the cure for that. I'd give you three. You give me 300 just so I could light it on fire and uh, piss on it to uh, put it out. I don't. Th- there was a. Uh, I didn't get anybody signing it. I saw a bunch of videos of people signing shit. Like how many of those were there where they couldn't sign mine? You know, I couldn't get one. Hey, sucks to suck, dog. Sorry to <laughs> tell you. Suck. Speaking to of life. sucking to suck, uh, the stove is hot, red hot like it's been. Um, the the major news in Giants Town, um, you know, blew my socks off. Uh, GM Scott Harris says that the Giants are interested in another left-handed starting pitcher, and Whoa, which is huge, huge big news. Sound the alarms! It's happening. Big things to come. Jesus, this is this off season's just been so stupid. Even when the the when the Lindor trade happened, I feel like at that point I was just so unenthused. I just I didn't care. Really? Yeah. It's just it's so it's so frustrating. Like I, I get, <clears throat> I like we talked about last week. I get why it takes so long. Yeah. But you know, with spring training coming up and. This season, we not really, you know, no one really knows how it's going to go. I feel, I felt like going into this offseason, people were going to sign a lot sooner. I thought that was kind of going to be the thing. Mm. And I was wrong. And it's just, it's annoying. It's I, really I fucking thought, irritating. Yeah, often the opposite. I thought it was even worse because of the whole COVID thing. You know, the, 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 the shutdown and all that kind of stuff. You know, like teams aren't wanting to spend money. I mean, I, I get that, but I thought teams would be, I guess, willing to shell out the money just to get the guy into the organization, just to get a, a feel for where he's at, but also kind of regiment what they're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Because if a team signs some guy in February, especially a pitcher, you know, pitchers and catchers report in February, mm-hmm. you have to trust that he did his due diligence the whole offseason. He's ready to go. Yeah. And you don't have any say in it because he wasn't tied to any organization. So I don't know. It is what it is. I I just don't care anymore. I feel like it's going to what we were kind of talking about as far as wanting to win championships and wanting to stay in the hunt. I feel like the Indians, I feel just that's kind of the downfall of baseball, right? Like, Owners don't care about winning a World Series. That's how I feel like ownership is in this in in this day and age. It's let's get to the playoffs as many times so we can make the most money. We don't want to rebuild 
Um, and if we're going to rebuild, let's rebuild to have a continuous winner, um, you know, just to the playoffs. Let's not go all out. Let's not, you know, they, they hold so much value in these prospects and me being a prospect guy, I'm, I, I feel like I hold a lot of value in prospects, but like, holy shit, dude. Like, I just don't understand why Lindor, especially seeing what he got in return and they, and they added Carrasco in the deal too. So I yeah. just, I cannot, I feel like that's a Carrasco return. Like if it was just Carrasco, I get it. They have pitching depth, makes sense, but I just, it doesn't make sense. It was just a pure salary dump and it's where we're headed right now for a lot of teams. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be, who knows? It, it's, it's hard to say because you have a team like the Blue Jays who they have some very great players, but they're all young. You got mm -hmm. three quarters of your infield are going to be stud players, but they're all making next to nothing. Yeah. But every free agent, every big free agent that's out there is interest. The Blue Jays are interested in them. Exactly. Yeah. Somehow. And I bet you they lose out on fucking all of them. So we'll, well see. I, we'll see if a small market team is, you know, willing to uh, put their money where their mouth is to try to build a contender. But well, I'm willing to give them like their their ups. If they're going to sign some dudes, I'm I'm willing to like you know be all in on the Blue Jays. But at the same time, it's like you haven't spent that money yet, so I'm not going to give you your your props and be like, oh, they're going for it. When you know, I, I feel like it's a lot easier to sign someone if you want them at, at this day and age. I, I think it's going to cost less uh, and just teams are trying to stay in for the bargain. Yeah. I think where it's going to get wonky is what I think is going to happen with Justin Turner. It's going to happen mm. a lot more where it's not so much the money, like the mm. AAV, it's the length. Mm. Like if, if Justin Turner wants a four-year contract, he can walk. How old is he? 36. So he's uh, trying to play till 40, huh? Even anything more than two years, I'm out on. Two years is perfect. Yeah. It's a nice way to bridge a gap. I mean, we have Cody Hose or Cody Hosey, however you pronounce his name, in the farm system, and he's supposed to be a stud. So that was two Hose years and we, kind of bridged, <clears throat> we kind of bridge that gap, but four years, especially that we don't know if this DH thing is going to be permanent. I don't. I don't yeah. That's another whole thing too. Like make a legit stance on what's going on when NL teams are trying to build their team. Like, I feel like make Ozuna it. would have been off the board already. Well, that's not true. I mean, with how slow free agency has gone, but I mean, in my head, I'm thinking, dude, he would have been off the board already. If, if, you know, we knew there was a DH. Yeah. Jock Peterson too. That's true. But Jock Peters can play some outfield. He's not he's not a terrible oh, outfielder. Right, but having that option of, okay, maybe we can rotate him in the outfield twice a week, and then he can just hit five days out of the week. I mean, Jesus, he would be – he'd get more money, certainly. Okay, I, I know this is, this is going to hurt. This is going to be weird to say, but I feel like Jock Peterson, no matter where he goes, <clears throat> his numbers are going to dip. And I think a lot of players have good numbers on the Dodgers, um, like, you know, like the Kike's. And, and I think I think they're going to have best numbers with the Dodgers because the thing is, is their lineup is stacked. Unless he goes to another lineup with a stacked lineup, maybe like the Padres or, you know, the Braves or something, you know, who has oh, 
Graves well, might, I, mean, I might be giving him a little bit too much love, but it depends. I mean, if you slot him anywhere between three and five, he's going to be protected. Especially think if think if he ended up in in Colorado, but he's scores effect, and you got Story and Arenado protecting him. Game over. Didn't work. Uh, maybe Charlie Blackmoon had had some good numbers, but I could have swore they said that Blackmoon had a dip. I might have to fact check myself, but I'm not going to do it anyways. I'm probably just going to edit it out. But um, as far the, the only team that I've heard has been interested in Kike is uh, is Boston. I'm not sure what's going on with Jock, yeah. but if you put Kike in that Red Sox lineup, you know I Devers and Benintendi. And Verdugo. Well, ben and Ten is going to be gone by the Yeah, end he of might the be gone. So, like, I mean, it's it's different when you're he's going to be maybe batting fifth, or maybe they have a lot of faith in him and they might have him leading off or something. I don't know. Um, it's different when he's hitting fifth and hitting eighth or ninth in the Dodger lineup. You know, when he's about to, when you're afraid to go up to that one where it's yeah, but best, also. So. But also, I think to kind of counter your argument, I could see a scenario where everyone's numbers go up because now they're playing every day and they're not playing three days out of the week. You know? Yeah, but he, but he crushes righty. I mean, crush, crushes lefties. I, I, I don't see his numbers going up if he plays every day. I don't know. I disagree. Even like with Jock Peterson, I could, I could see him go. I could see them both going up, honestly. There's no agreeing and disagreeing here. We're going to fight until we agree. Yeah. Well, I think we can agree on this. It's something I'm thinking about today. Hmm. You know, we've talked about the NBA offseason, how much better yeah. that was. The yes. NBA in-season is still better than so the MLB offseason. So good. You know, our, a top five player gets traded in the first three weeks of the season. James Harden's getting bitch, dude. James Harden is a bitch he is bitch made fuck that guy ever since he got freaking uh alex caruso he fucking backboarded him in the playoffs he's just been done yeah. guys no fucking heart no i mean and, i just I mean, giving James up on, on never... your team you just got Mo- you, mookie you just got boogie and you just got freaking john wall and then you're trying to just uh, i just don't understand it this guy this dude's just homie hopping Hoeing yeah. all over the league, trying to go back to Kevin Durant. I mean, he got what Russell Westbrook and couldn't make shit happen. Now he's just going back with Durant and being like, "Oh, well, now this is what I've been missing." And yeah, you're a bit. And, Ky- and Kyrie Irving might not even be playing for the rest of the season. Who knows? Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck that guy. You can quote me on that. Yeah, that's who the fuck you of the week, James uh, Harden no. and Kyrie Irving. No, the fuck you of the week is definitely Rob Manfred, and I'll tell you why. Let's it's hear like it. We're, it's like what we were just talking about. As the commissioner, can you fucking take a stance on anything and just make a fucking decision? Like this idea that we don't know about the designated hitter for the NL still. The okay. idea of plan on it. I like plan that. Plan on it. And now this week, plan on a 162-game season. <laughs> like just fucking figure it out. And I know they're smart. If you were smart, you would say it's going to be a 162-game season. We've already decided, you know, everything's good to go because that's giving you a little bit more leeway with the players when it comes to renegotiating the CBA at the end of the season. Because if they say, plan on a 162-game season, and then in a couple weeks it's like, 
well, let's play on 120. When it comes time to negotiate, dude, it's going to be a strike for sure. It still could very well be a strike, even if we do play a whole. Oh, but you have, you have to be go there. You have to be forward thinking enough so to be like, tough. let me kind of meet these guys in the middle since they're not very happy with me and just give them what they want. It's so stupid that there's just kind of like, we'll plan on it. We'll see what happens. Like, I, are we just going to like wait till spring training? I mean, spring training is what, like three, four weeks away? Yeah. And well, actually, probably more like four or five weeks away. But still, are we gonna just gonna try to figure it out then, and hopefully, everyone gets the vaccine by then? Like, unless you have a plan and you and you have what's in it, that should be made public. Like, hey, players are gonna get the vaccine, so players are good, but no fans, or you can have fans of the fans have a vaccine pass or some shit. I don't know, but like, let's not figure it out during spring training. I know the um, the minor leagues. Uh, are, are delayed at least A and double A, triple A is gonna is is gonna continue as as scheduled. But fuck, dude, like we had a full off season. I understand baseball did what they had to do because they were it was thrown upon them in the middle of spring training. I get it. They didn't have time to be like, you know, let's let's figure this out. This year you did, so now you have no excuses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every other sport figured it out. Yeah, you know the NBA, the NBA and the NHL only had what a two month off season. Yeah, barely, and they fucking but, figured it out. But that's what I'm saying. They had a little bit of time. Uh, well, basketball, I guess, didn't, but they only had a little bit left, so the bubble made sense. No, and, no, no. And, I'm saying going. You know, hockey started today. Basketball started a couple weeks. No, ago. but that's that's what I'm getting in. That's why I'm saying like everyone else had the benefit of time. Twenty in 2020, baseball did not, and it was like shit. Let's cancel everything. Let's chill. I understand. I mean, it didn't happen to be a 60-game season. It could have easily been an 80-game season, but the owners are selfish bitches. But I understand why, you know, it was thrusted on them and they had to kind of play by ear. Now you don't I, have to play by I know. ear. I know. I am I don't care about last season. I'm talking about now. They've had months to figure this out, and they've He's fumbled like, it. <laughs> they fuck fumbled, last they, season. They've blown it. I mean, yeah. And the, the truth thing, of the matter. They, we're watching them blow it. We're not, it's not even like they blew it or it, it's like, we're in mid like shit. Are they really not doing anything right now? Are they yeah. like, just like, Hey, let's plan on it. We'll see what happens. Like, no, let's not see what happens. Let's figure it out right now. Yeah. Just <laughs> like they said, spring training might be delayed. And it's like, Jesus Christ, just figure it out. Make a fucking it's decision. I, if it's going to be delayed, just say it now. I'd rather know now. And I'm sure the players would rather know now. This is this is incredible. I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, I don't know what we're so, doing here. We're, we're my... watching. This is like almost like uh, uh, Austin Powers. You know when um, he's driving the the. He's trying to get reverse the car. No, 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 no not that one. That's a pretty good scene. But um, when he has the like fucking drive rolly thing, and that guy is like no, yeah. and he's like. 30 feet away and it's going so slow. This is what we're watching right now. Yeah. Like COVID is coming slowly and just Manfred is like, stop. Yeah. Don't come any closer. Like, yeah. Maybe if I do absolutely nothing, something will happen. (laughs) This is insanity. Insanity. Uh, shit. A little more news, uh, happened. 
Um, Hendrix did come off the board. I know that was one of your um, off-season wish lists. Um, Not for that price. Yeah, he got paid though, so there there is there is a little yeah, bit of hope. Some teams some teams are getting, and yeah, I I don't think there's ever uh, a contract where a player shouldn't have gotten it because no matter what, even if they don't perform to that contract, they were butt fucked by arbitration and not getting paid while they were in their prime. So I don't feel bad for teams, um, unless it's my team and it's hindering them getting someone to go to the playoffs. Then I'm upset. But other than that. Players need yeah, to get I their bread. Love, I just love that fourth year option. That yeah, that, no that's... matter if he if he plays or he doesn't, he's getting paid no matter what. I mean, whoever I, whoever struck first, that I, deal, his agent's a genius. Yeah. At first, I was like, that makes literally no sense. Why the fuck would they not keep him? But I guess if they don't keep him, they can spread out his payments. Right. They don't have to give him the fit, so it won't it won't count against their uh their their payroll. It'll yeah, just count for like three be, years. They'll probably be paying mad interest on it, and then he's going to be like Bobby Bonilla, where <laughs> you know that fifteen million turns into forty-five million over the course. Dang, of 30 dude! Years. If, if we can get a sponsorship that we could just, even if it's like twenty bucks for like the next fifty years, twenty bucks a week, that's that's something you can count on for the rest. Twenty bucks a week—that's your yeah, uh, that's your lottery <clears throat> ticket. Packs point. of smokes, bro. I, I guess you can tell where our where our priorities are. I'm like, just yeah. let I want a lottery ticket, and you just want. I just want to smoke till I'm dead. Hopefully soon. <laughs> we'll out. Fucking downer all day. Yep. <laughs> We're talking about good shit, and then you just got to bring it down. Um, so as we've said before, you know, the stove is scorching hot. White hot. hot. Uh, Pedro Baez, gone, which I didn't think would happen. I thought the Dodgers would resign him. Mm-hmm. But he signed with the Astros, which – there's a lot of people, like I posted it on Twitter right after it happened, and a lot of people were, you know, good riddance, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I think Pedro Baez is a solid piece of the bullpen. I don't think we're going to be hurt too bad by him going. Not with your but, pickups now, yeah. But just the fact that he, you know, you're choosing to sign with a team that cheated you out of the World Series. It's <laughs> but just if that's the only team giving you money – it is what it is. I mean, at that point, like the great Marshawn Lynch said, you take care of your chickens. You know what I mean? That's right. So I, I, get it. I get it, but whatever. I mean, there's no love lost there. So it is what yeah. it is. I mean, yeah, it's it's like your, your, what would it be, your, your fourth or fifth guy last year? And you picked up, you re signed your, your, your main guy, and then you, not main guy, but shit, probably your number two. And then you picked up some really yeah. solid I think, so. I, And I also think the the emergence of Bruzdar is probably one yeah. of the reasons maybe the Dodgers didn't even have any interest in bringing him back. Yeah, I don't think so because who's the lefty out of your bullpen right now? Alexander? Oh, don't talk about Scott Alexander. Like, uh, you, well, you, there's you need some lefties. And, well, Victor Gonzalez. That's what I'm saying, though. But like, I they that they signed a couple righties, so I feel like they were probably well, looking Pedro, at Baez. They're yeah. probably looking at Baez like, uh, I think we would rather have Knable. So yeah, well, and who knows what's going on with Julio? Where you know, I feel like every year it's like, okay, Julio is going to be a starter, and then come spring training, it's like, well, who knows? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> well, I, I actually, I'm actually really show. interested in the idea of two starters in a game 
um, like do like back end starters that like go like four innings each. There's yeah. kind of been like this this I feel like teams have been kind of playing around with it and the the idea, but they haven't like like tried it yet. They're so focused on the fucking opener, which makes absolutely no damn sense to me. But like for instance, if they had uh, Andrew Suarez still and uh, you know Logan Webb, a righty lefty, and then you just told um, told Logan, listen, we're gonna have you go four innings. Give us the best four innings you got. And then they told Suarez, hey, give us the best four innings you got. And then you just have your closer in. They'll save your bullpen. Um, shit. And if Webb is cruising, let him go a fifth. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I think that, that's way better than the the opener. I think we might see, especially from the Dodgers, more of a starter goes six. And then the bridge guy might eat up two innings and it might be someone like a Dustin May or Tony Gonsolin and then hit him with a closer. Yeah. Dodgers could do it really nice. I mean, they could do, well, they don't have a righty lefty. So it wouldn't, I mean, the the idea of of doing is to switch off because you got like three. Oh no. Arias is a lefty. I'm stupid. So you can do Arias in either Gonsolin or May um, and do a four inning. I'm really curious to see the first team that does that. I was surprised that, um, the Giants didn't do it because they kept on like, oh, well, there's a couple things you could do to the rotation to kind of make it deeper and, you know, kind of hinting around at it. But, you know, and they didn't even use the opener, which I thought they were going to do. But I, the opener's fucking stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. Who knows? I think it's going to be an interesting year coming off mm-hmm. the 60 game sprint to trying to readjust to what it is. Yep. You know, I think it would be a pretty smart to do what we were just talking about, just to save. Look at like look at Clayton Kershaw, how effective he was in the playoffs because he didn't have all those innings. He didn't have that you know, mid season. He wasn't the workhorse that he usually is. So if we could mm-hmm. replicate that by whatever means, it may be beneficial. But who knows? Everyone's so resistant to change in baseball that you know I don't see it happening. Possibly. Possibly. Um, I just, I don't know, bro. I, I, I don't, I wouldn't give the whole thing of Kershaw not, cause I mean, they've been kind of babying him the past. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say babying him. They just not letting him go deep into games anymore. And you know, he's still Kershaw in the, in, in the playoffs. So um, obviously last year was a completely different story, but you can make the argument about the 60 games. So, I mean, that's why I think I was a little bit the monkey's not completely off his back until he does it in a regular season because everyone there's also a you know it was a 60 game season so technically that's just midseason. The monkey's know? off his back in his mind and I think that's the most important thing. That's Oh yeah. Oh it, it, for him to go forward in into next year if yes you're you're 100% right but I think that question what I'm saying is, is that question is still going to be there next season uh because that's the answer to the question. People are going to say, well, no, the monkey's off his back. So, I mean, was it really off his back though? I mean, technically that's game 80. That's mid season. Yeah. You know, like, so, well, if you saw, I believe it was Fox that put out today, their predictions for the next 10 world series. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Dodgers are winning three more. They're winning. They're going to three Pete. And also when yeah. they win their third championship, they're apparently going to be playing the angels. I don't know what dipshit thought that was going to be know. close. Like yeah. it's not even going to be close. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. 
I would have been okay with it if the Giants got one, but they didn't even get one. They got in the World Series twice and beat twice, so they can go fuck themselves. By the Orioles and the A's. Some dumb shit. A lot of dumb shit's been coming out of these 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 social medias. Um did you see the the top ten catchers right now? Uh was it MLB Network or just MLB uh Instagram? I don't know. I did see it. I, I know you're tricked. It was MLB Network. It. I, was both. I am very true baby by about it. I am very much being a little baby back bitch about it. I will I will die on this fucking hill that Buster Posey is still today in 2021 a top 10 catcher. Go fuck yourself, Tyler. I mean, no. I just and I can I could understand if catcher was if if catcher was was a deep position. If it was like if Posey was playing first base, he was playing he was a left fielder, he was a third baseman or literally probably any position except for catcher because it's not deep right now. I mean, number 10 was James McCann backup in uh in Chicago last year. Uh, we got Mitch Garver, who had one fucking good year. One. Just one. And he hasn't played over 100 games. People were talking about, oh, Buster Posey hasn't played over 100. There was one season, if you take away his 2011 season, because he broke his foot um, and broke his leg. Because he's, uh, he's a little bitch. Oh, I can't block the play, coach. Oh, my leg. Oh, he can't. First of all, he blocked the play and had his leg fucking broken. Right. It he just broke. didn't make the. He didn't make the tag. Broke. I don't know if did you see. Uh, did you see that exchange from uh, uh, Chad o- Ochocinco and and some other dude? They were they were talking about um, injuries and shit. And he was like, "There's a reason I, I never was hurt." And they were like, "Yeah, because you were lucky. You didn't get hit in the ankles." And you're t- he's like, "No." You were like, it's because I eat fucking McDonald's and you eat all that organic shit. All right. Yeah. Like your, your immune system's not up. That's why your ankles are so weak, like, dude. So maybe, man, maybe, child, please, maybe man. yeah. So basically Buster Posey, you need to eat more fucking McDonald's. Okay. And then, and you won't, yeah, and maybe then you'll be a top 10 catcher again, but he is do, a top 10. Catcher. Tell me, tell me, please tell me how the fuck James McCann or Mitch Garver are better than Buster Posey. I, I'm not arguing top five right now. He has a lot to prove to to be in the stature that he was, and I still think it's possible. But you can't. But I to also take him out of the top ten, you can freaking degenerate next. <laughs> suck it. I also think you really have to take into account the projection here that he might not even be catching the bulk of the games this season. Who the fuck predicted that? I'm just saying, maybe that's part of their thinking. Well, that is stu- I mean, you can say whatever you want. That's part maybe of the thinking. Time, if maybe stupid. it's time for your boy Joey Bart to come up and rake finally. He's <laughs> you be real disrespectful right now. Uh, he's going to start in AAA. It has been said that Posey's going to catch the bulk of the games uh, next year. The only way I see Bart coming up next year and and taking over is if he a no, I mean it's it's possible that he comes up earlier if a he just is destroying in AAA and forces his way up here. Um, B, Kirk Cazale or um, Buster Posey either are hurt or very underperforming, and then they come up. Then he's either forced up. I mean the combination of both basically, because I think Trump would have uh, goes over him if he's if uh, you know if he, if he's struggling in AAA or he's just not fucking raking. So I. I think he he does come up in September, um, depending where the Giants are. For all I know, I mean, let, let's say the Giants are out of it, like expected, then they might trade 
a Kirk Azale, um and get something in return. Uh, they might try trade a Chad with Trump, and then it would be like, all right, Joey, why don't you get some time, play some first base, you know that. But I don't think he's going to be uh, bulk unless Posey is hurt. Yeah, well, I, I think him not playing last season also hurt him. As far he, I, I'm not saying. First of all, he has every right to opt out last yeah. season. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying putting, that. No. Yeah, I'm no. not putting anything against him there, but I think taking a season off kind of moves you down. The fuck kind Maybe, of dumb even shit if I feel like if he played last year and had a mediocre season, he might crack that top ten. Which is terrible. The 2019 he had like 14 defensive runs saved. Dude only hit under 280 one fucking year. The year he comes off of a hip surgery and was said that he came he came back way too soon. That's a huge explanation of why he struggled. So I just and especially Giants fans um, watching the the catching position um, um, this year in 2020. You re, you I feel like you appreciated Buster Posey's defense uh, a lot more after watching everything that went down with Bard struggles and you know um, just the play calling and, and, and I just, it's just not the same, you know? And even if he goes down and hits 270, 260, him behind the play is going to have so much value. I mean, McCann can't hit for shit. So fucking suck it, dude. He ain't we'll better see. than McCann. I mean, he is way better than McCann. Exactly. He ain't what better that? than McCann. He, a backup. You're just being a, you're being a little Buster Posey, you're just, top 25 you're to catcher. <laughs> You're trying to get me freaking Arthur with the, with the hand right now. That's what you're trying to get Dude, me right he's now. He's in the top letting... 25. There's no doubt about that. I'll I give swear. you that. <laughs> Ron's in my fucking head, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Uh, I just <clears> – <throat> I like fucking with your mind. I can tell. And this week, sadly, the, the Dodger family lost someone very near and dear to them. Uh, a lot of people mourning the loss of Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda who did pass away this past week. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad, certainly from a baseball standpoint. I mean, he made huge strides in growing the game, especially, you know, outside of the United States, you know, he won a gold Mm -hmm. medal with the U S against Cuba in the Olympics, Mm -hmm. two world series. He's been a big part of other players developments, not being the manager. Um, yeah, yeah, he's still I mean, going to the games. It's, I mean, it was. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little shocking to see him the last couple of years. I feel like he kind of hit, you know, like with dude, he was in. How he he was in Arlington when we won the World Series. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it I is. was he, unaware of that. He, he, so, he lived his life for sure. Like, you, like yeah. it was. It was at the end. Absolutely, and I mean, good on the 2020 squad to win another one. You know, before he goes, I was always kind of more focused on. Let's win this year just to make sure Vin sees another one, but hopefully Vin will get to see another one before he <laughs> yeah, goes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those things like <clears throat> it brought back to the fore- forefront what a lot of people already knew about him as kind of a family man and his never acknowledging that his son was gay and that his son did die from complications from having AIDS and him kind of lying excuse me, lying to the public saying his son passed away of cancer. And I don't know. I mean, that's, that's upsetting to me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I've seen other people make the argument of, oh, it was a different time. And I don't I don't care that that doesn't fly with me. Yeah, it, it sucks to see someone, especially as a kid, like admiring someone and then like they always say, don't don't meet your heroes because they'll disappoint you. Uh, yeah. But shit, yeah, that's that's a tough pill to swallow, um, you know, because uh, I, I, I didn't know that before before we talked and and. You know, I feel like this is gonna. This might get a little heat, but at the same time, we're not gonna lie here. You know, I, I'm not gonna, you know, cry and, and 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 fake something. I think it's really sad. I think it's it's you know, he did live a great life. You know what I mean? And, and it, it sucks that you know, um, to 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 lose a legend, but you know. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that goes through my mind is, you know, neither of us were we're not fathers yet, yeah. but I would you know, like to think that no matter what, you know, however my child turns out to be, whatever they are, I'm not going to care. I'm still going to love them no matter what. They're my child. I would do anything for them. And especially when you really like bring into focus in the lens that what an epidemic AIDS was and still is, I mean, it's obviously not talked about, excuse me, as much as it was, but I mean, it wasn't like this hush hush thing. Like, Oh, he has it. Like a lot of people were infected with AIDS yeah. at that time. And, you know, if he would have come out and said something along the lines of like, I don't agree with my son's lifestyle. I'm sure he would have said something like that, but he's still my son, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that he, you know, tried to present it that he passed away from mm. cancer and just really sweeping under the rug. It really kind of taints yeah. things it for cuts. me. Yeah. Mm. So, yep. You know, yeah. I, think it, I think it's sad when, when anyone dies who was at least a decent human being. So it's certainly sad, but yeah. Didn't you, it is what it yeah. is. I can't, Definitely I can't, I can't I fake song. the way I feel. <laughs> and you know someone might make the argument you maybe you shouldn't bring it up at this time or whatever but at the same time i, but then I feel when like, do we bring it up yeah and 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 also a thing of well we're also not gonna lie here you know um i don't think we've said anything disrespectful um it's just i think i think um it was really important to say i think what you said too because when you started talking about it i mean I don't want to say you weren't sincere, but you can, people are like, when they bring it up, they're so sad and they're so this and this and this, and you obviously didn't seem that sad. It's, it's, but it's that's, also, that's kind of terrible to say. I mean, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's, it's, it's a sad, sad thing. But it's also, but, it's also a disconnection, you know, a generational disconnection. Tommy Lasorda was the, the manager of the team, you know, when I went to my first game when I was mm-hmm. five years old, but you know, like growing up for me, the big, I mean, he certainly wasn't as good as Tommy as a manager, but like Jim Tracy was like my guy when mm-hmm. I was growing up and really getting yeah. into baseball and understanding things. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really around when Tommy was winning games. I obviously wasn't born when he won those World Series, but he was a historical figure in the Dodger organization. And that's what I respected yeah. was knowing what he's done, but I didn't get to really live any of that. That's why I don't mm-hmm. have... You know, we said it when the Dodgers won the World Series. I have no emotional connection to the 88 World Series. It doesn't mean much to me at all because yeah. I wasn't around. 
Yeah, definitely. So, you know, <clears throat> separating the, the man from his career, yeah, we lost a huge influential person in the sport of baseball mm-hmm. and a legend. A lot, a lot of good there's, quotes came from Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. He was a good there's, quoter. There's a side of him that, you know, I don't respect as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. just, it is what it is. And yeah. people can feel differently and that's fine. That's their opinion, but yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, I just I like the quote from him when he talks when uh, someone accused of him putting the order to hit somebody. I forgot who it was, and the the soundbite was like, "I've never like I've never ordered anyone to hit anyone, and I never will." Like that's 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 uh, that's a terrible accusation. And then he was like, "Especially not the guy who it was." I forgot who it was. He's like, I, "Especially not the guy who it was." Like I, I like when I was pitching. If I knew that guy, that type of guy, a fucking under 200 hitter was in that lineup, I'd send a limousine to go get the cocksucker to make sure he was in the lineup that day. That's yeah. There was, that was there was good. some. I, I saw another one, and it was some guy who played on the Dodgers in the 80s. I'm not sure who it was, but he was. I think it was in spring training. They're running like wind sprints, and he's just like, "You were so fucking slow." He's like, "If you got in a race with a pregnant lady, you finished third." And I was like, "That's pretty." <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> all right, let yeah, let's end let's end that on a high note. Um, all right, well, here's to hopefully next week some real shit happening. Um, ben Nintendo gets any predictions this this week? Something's gonna happen. What happens in Dodgerland next week? I don't know. I think that's a terrible prediction. <laughs> it's hard to say because I think. What's going on with DJ LeMahieu and how he feels about the Yankees right now could really impact him coming to the Dodgers because mm-hmm. he's circling back. It's almost like, like a John Lester games. situation with the Red Sox. You know, he said he would take a, a, a discount to be with them, and then they just gave him a really shitty offer. And he's like, you fuck yeah. you guys. I'm going to sign with the Cubs. Yeah. No, I could definitely see that happening. And that's, you know, if he signs elsewhere, then I could say, I could think, or I could see Justin Turner re-signing or being signed. So I think LeMahieu, ha- that domino has to fall, whether it's him signing with the Dodgers and then JT just goes wherever, or LeMahieu is off the board, then JT is going to re-sign with the Dodgers. So that LeMahieu domino has to fall first, and maybe it happens in the next week. I don't know. Okay, so your 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 prediction is that Maybe something happens with DJ LeMay, who maybe it doesn't. The Great prediction. prediction you <laughs> signs first, signs before JT, whether that be yeah. with the Dodgers or someone else. If he signs somewhere else, he's gonna JT is gonna resign with the Dodgers. Okay, I'm gonna take the within the next three weeks. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna take the the information that was given to me. Um about the left-handed pitcher and I'm going to go hail Mary and go uh, top left-hander left is going to be James Paxson uh, that he is going to be coming to the giants coming off a of off year. He wants to build his value like drew smiley and, um, and Kevin Gossman and uh, drew Pomerantz did in giants land. And he's going to sign for, Two years. I don't think he'll take a one-year deal. Um, I think he wants to prove himself. I think he wants a little bit of cheddar. He wants to take care of his chickens, and I understand that. So I think he's going to get two years. 
Uh, but he, you know, he doesn't want to go too late because he still wants his value. He's only 30 years old. He wants another good contract. So, uh, yeah, he's going to go two years. I'd say maybe 10, 12 million a year. Hmm. Starting pitching is expensive right now. I mean, Drew Smiley got. So I, like honestly, nine. I thought, I think he would bring in more, but. Think so? Yeah. Off a bad year and the way 2020 is, I don't think so. As always, this episode was brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Spring Collection dropping Monday, January 18th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go get yourself some nice new spring stuff. You sounded very commercially right there. Yeah, I, I don't even remember the date and time, but you can rewind it and play it and, and make sure to write it down. Write it in your diary. Uh, yeah, buy some candles. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure to... Subscribe and like like us and help us grow. Follow us on Twitter, Benches Clear P. Follow us on Instagram, Benches Clear Podcast. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll see and you next no week. no one cares about Trevor Bauer's free agency anymore. <laughs> we care a little bit. At least he's trying, okay? I mean, no matter what, if he wasn't trying – then it would just be silence anyways. At least he's doing something. Am I entertained? I mean, for me, I'm not watching his videos, but he's trying. Give the guy a little ups. That's fine. Hopefully there's some news on him next week, and we will see you guys next week. Same time, same Cartoon Network. Fuck Aubrey Huff. Thank you very much.